Welcome to Success Leaves Clues Podcast. I'm your host, Gary Brackett, and I've been blessed enough in my life to meet individuals who've been able to leave me clues on my journey to success. The goal of this show is to bring you the experience of those who have achieved great things and allow you to be a fly in the wall, soaking up clues for your own journey to success. Let's get right into this week's episode. Hey, what's up, y'all? Welcome to another episode of Success Leaves Clues. Um, a little different environment today. Uh, actually, back home, uh, Glasgow, New Jersey, had an opportunity to come back home. Uh, spoke at a Black History Month event yesterday. Definitely going to give you some follow-up about that. But had a good chance, man, to start a relationship with my guy, mm-hmm. Kevin Knox. Um, went to the same high school here in Glassboro, New Jersey. Um, for for uh, y'all that don't know, we're about 20 minutes outside of Philadelphia. Um, so, Kev, uh, look, what, what year did you graduate? Uh, 2007. 2007. Yeah, yeah. So, I graduated in 98, so a little yeah. bit behind me. <laughs> but um, I would come yeah. back once a year, and yeah. I would help mentor. I would have football camps. Um but just really seeing this personal development space and really, you know, typically if I see someone doing some positive back home, I'll reach out, right, and just try to inspire them um, to continue it. Because uh, I feel like, you know, again, the goal of a leader is not to create more followers, but to create more leaders. So I love to see people making an impact, man. But my man's a best-selling author, um, in-demand, motivational speaker. Uh, he has been on several college tours. We're going to get into that. Spoke to professional football teams. And I really think as a millennial really uh, understands how to use the power of the subconscious mind, um, reframing some of the stories that we'll be talking about, and also like overcoming adversity. I think so many of us are challenged by adversity and, and let diversity almost define you know, certain situations. But you've really figured out ways to help people um, through their journeys. Absolutely. Absolutely. So tell us a little bit just about your background. Where are you from? Like, how did you get to where you are right now yeah, yeah. in terms of being yeah. a speaker, author? For sure. Well, first, man, thank you for having me, man. Oh, no doubt, I really man. appreciate it, man. Appreciate the love. Um, as for me, I'm originally from West Philly. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Um, and then I moved out here to Glassboro, New Jersey uh, because my mom and dad separated, moved me out here to try to give me a better life. That's why I came out to Jersey. And so when I came out here to Jersey, um, you know, I was raised by my grandma. You know, my mom was there for me, you know what I'm saying? Uh, Make sure I was always clothed and everything like that. But she had some personal issues she had going on. Mm. Um, my dad, he had some personal issues he had going on. And so being around my grandma, I just was soaking under all of her wisdom throughout my whole entire life. You know what I'm saying? So uh, when I went to school, one of the things that everybody called me, I was the rare breed. You know what I mean? I always had a level of wisdom. You know, people always came to me for encouragement and stuff like that. And so, um, you know, and then also I play sports, you know what I mean? So uh, the track play ball, you know what I mean? And one you play basketball. Yeah, 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 yeah. play basketball. And then um, it's, it's funny how, how this all kind of tied together. When I used to play ball, I was, I was short. I was always small, but I could always dunk, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? And um, it was this cat, George Johnson, shout out to George. You know what I'm saying? We used to have his backdoor play. Never really, he, uh, uh, it was like a little backdoor play for him to do a little alley-oop. And I remember one time, like, he, he didn't get it. And so we was playing around. And then, like, um, I think it was Tim Cook threw it up to me or something like that. And I called it bang. And so um, track coach came through. He was like, yo, man, yo, you got some bunnies. Like, but he said, I'm going to be real. I don't think that you got a future in playing ball once right, you right. try track. So, so so let people understand yeah. because they yeah. you dunking, right? Yeah. So I, well, how tall are you? I'm 5'8". 5'8". Yeah, 5'8". Yeah, yeah, and so it's crazy. Uh, 
uh, Tim Cook actually started to train me. Mm. So um, I started doing high jump over in track. Bro, I my junior year, I ended up that I never did track before in my life. My junior year, I placed ninth in the state. Came back my senior year, placed uh, fourth in the state. I tied the record for Glassboro, uh, six eight high jump, and to this day, I'm still the shortest person to do that, six eight. You know what I'm saying? That's impressive. So I was clearing up my height. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And wow. so, so to kind of tie that all together is that when it uh, came to like when I started off like this wisdom I was getting from my grandma, and then when it when it came to sports, the thing is is that people ask me how was you able to be so great in sports and things like that, and it was the fact that like no one told me that I couldn't. Mm. You know what I'm saying? My grandma always told me it's not who you are that holds you back; it's who you think you're not. And so she used to always just reinforce that type of wisdom into me. So when I was see people done, I was just thinking, why can't I do it? If I see people being great, why can't I do it? You know what I mean? And so after a while, I just walked into that. And my grandma said, always walk in the shoes of your greatness, not the opinions of other people. You know what wow. I mean? So, that, that's so powerful right there, yeah. man. Because the funny part is, have you seen like uh, Steve Harvey has a thing about like the jar? Oh, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. The jar, right? Yeah, yeah. So it was like, I think it's like gnats and mosquitoes mm-hmm. that if you put them in a jar, yeah. they have the, the highest vertical leap, 36 inches. Yeah. But if you put them in a jar mm-hmm. and they're banging their head, mm-hmm. then they have babies. Right. And then they teach the babies, oh, you can't jump to your potential. That's, that's their mindset. Because you have the jar. So even if you open up the lid, they've been mm-hmm. programmed yep. by their parents, by the perception of others. That they can't do a thing. Exactly. And and ima- and if when you open that lid, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. And and that's amazing. That your grandma at that age had your lid open, oh, open. and and telling and, you to, to maximize your height. And that's why I was raised by my grandma because my mom, based upon the things she was going through, mm. she was limited. Right. My dad was limited to this day. Like if you tell them I'm a best-selling author, they still can't comprehend it. Right. You know what I'm saying? Because like. That's their 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 mindset. Like multiple books too. Yeah, like yeah. how many how many books you have uh, now? Uh, three. Three books. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. So it's like it's crazy how limited people are, and so you have to when you test your limits. That's the moment that you'll discover that you are absolutely limitless. Wow. But most people never test their limit because again, it's not who they are that holds them back. It's who they think they're not. Wow. So where where do you think that fear and is it fear fear of failure or is it like more so? programming themselves like not to try i think it's two things um fear of failure mm-hmm. uh but also fear of what people may think or say wow you know what i'm saying i think people care too much about what other people are going to think or, view, or how they're going to view them and but also let me know three things let me add fear of uh, like that's birth from self-doubt within themselves mm. like feeling inadequate um or uh, imposter syndrome you know, a lot of people, they have the ability to do it, but uh, like, uh, watch this, like going back to just a sports analogy, when I used to play ball, right? I used to get the ball, I used to be wide open. I used to like hesitate to take my shot. Mm. You know why? Because out glass world, like, it'd be like ooh, and if you miss, it's like everybody, yeah, yeah, right? Yeah. So the thing is, I used to just pass up my opportunity. But who knows? I could have got that ball, got a, got a cheerleader. Yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? But nah, I would pass up the opportunity because of a question in my head called what if? And it was, what, what if I miss it? What if I fail? What if I fall? What if I get made feel on? But what if I would have had the mindset, what if I make it? What if this is my opportunity? And so people don't question the what if. They just, they just allow the thought to come to their mind and then that, that, that oh, that's what it is. Like, let me just shut down. They don't question it. Wow. You know what I'm saying? You know what's crazy? When I was playing um, in the NFL, I programmed my mind 
that every play was my play. Mm. That every time they ran the ball, yeah. I was gonna make the tackle. Every time they threw the ball, yeah. I was gonna be it was gonna be short and I was gonna turn around and make an exception because what would happen was it'd be games early in my career where you're you're playing defense, you turn around, the ball right there, you're like, oh my god, the yeah, ball, yeah, you drop yeah, the ball, yeah, right? Yeah, you yeah, drop the fumble. Yeah, yeah. Because in your mind, like, why did you throw it to me? Like yeah, 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 I'm yeah, not, yeah. I'm not on team. Hey, hey. Right? So then somebody was like, bro, always expect the ball. Always expect it. And the thing is, is like always expect to make a play. Yeah, absolutely. But the reason I can always expect to make the play mm. because I put in a routine, discipline work. Wow. And I think the reason that people have that self doubt because they're not training themselves mm. to be ready for that opportunity. Yeah. They. Yeah. I feel like so many people like I train myself mm. so when the opportunity comes, I'm prepared. Yeah. Yeah. As opposed to waiting on the opportunity and then trying to get prepared to like yeah to take it on. It's good you say that some people don't want to do the work like mm. like. I, I have this thing. I said I'm allergic to wishers. Wow. Uh, because uh, you ever be around people, hear people, oh, I wish one day I could do this, or I wish one day I could have that, or I wish one day my life could be like that. Because I always say wishers will one day wish they worked, and the workers will one day hire the wishes to work for them. Mm. And I cannot be around or associate with people who hope for it more than they work for it. You right. know what I'm saying? Because you got to go out there and you got to go get it. And at the end of the day, you're not a product of what people think. You're not a product of what people say. You are a product of whatever it is that you choose to believe. So the question will always be, what is it that you believe? And just going real quick, one more plug with my grandma. She was like, yo, if you don't know who you are, you only leave opportunity for people to tell you who you are. Wow. And that's the worst thing that could ever happen in someone's life. Man, that's dope, man. Mm -hmm. I think that wisdom is, I I say my father, God rest his soul, man, he was a Marine. Uh, he was, he did not graduate high school, but he had like a PhD in common sense and street smarts. Oh, wow. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I think those older people, that wisdom, and I really think, you know, biblical wise, that wisdom is like based on principles. Mm-hmm. And principles don't change. Like principles yeah. from the beginning of time are like, here, like gravity, if I were to pick this phone up, right? Gravity, law. like if I drop the phone 10 out of 10 times, yeah. It's gonna fall. So, yeah. so principles are like yeah. truths, yeah. and like when you understand, you anchor yourselves in truths. Mm-hmm. There's no room for confusion. Absolutely, it's, it's 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 law. You know what I'm saying? And that's and and I don't want people to think that like, oh, I just just my grandma came into my life. My life was perfect. That's not the case. Right. You know, she. I was. I struggled with insecurity. Mm. I struggled with brokenness. I struggled with a lot of things because that rejection with my mom, that rejection with my dad. You know what I'm saying? I didn't have the family oriented, like I didn't have family, you know what I'm saying? It, like my, my mom was adopted. My dad was adopted. Like my grandma I'm speaking of is not my blood grandma. You know what I mean? So I mentally, I struggle with identity, you mm. know what I'm saying? And so I always tell people, I, my testimony is this, like I was alive and I was breathing, but bro, I really wasn't living. You know what I'm saying? And so it's just that I, my, I had that wisdom that my grandma gave to me, but she was sowing seeds and yeah, I manifested it in sports, but I didn't manifest it in my personal life just yet. You know what I mean? And so how I, when I say I went through brokenness, man, being in relationships, bro, like I would hang out with this person or be with these certain people, but that wasn't probably the crowd I needed to be around. You know what I'm saying? Cause I didn't know my worth. See, when you learn your worth, you stop giving people discounts. When you start seeing your worth, you'll find it harder to hang around people who don't, you know what I mean? And so, when I started to, and I didn't want to be by myself, All right. you feel me? And so then when I got in relationships, I ended up getting uh, married. You know, I was married for five years and 
I was, bro. I, when I, if I tell you I didn't know who I was, I did not know who I was. So what, what age? What age were, uh, were you when you got married? I was twenty. I was twenty three when I got married. Wow. Yeah, thirty one now. About to be thirty two. And after being married five years, went through my divorce. It was in the process of my divorce where I learned my worth and value. Mm. You know what I'm saying? And I started to develop that confidence. I started to know who I was. Nobody could tell me who, like, otherwise, you know what I mean? But the biggest thing that I had to learn how to change was my mindset. And even though like people go through negative things and I went through a terrible thing, I'm grateful for what I went through because it broke me, but it broke me into pieces so it could be more of me to give. Mm. You know what I'm saying? I was broken on purpose, for purpose. And because of that, I would have never discovered who I really am on my, for myself. I didn't have to go to someone and say, hey, Kevin, you are great. You're amazing. No, I had to find out on my own that I was great and amazing. And I found that through the process of being broken. You know what I mean? Right, right. And so um, I'm, so uh, it was this book. I always give a shout out to the book. It was called Psycho-Cybernetics. Mm-hmm. And I really, it really talks about reprogramming your subconscious mind. Right. And learning how to reprogram your self-image. Bro, that saved my life. Wow. And it's, it's powerful because we, we talked about this book a lot and just about... Um, you know, obviously as a coach, for me, studying like neural linguistic programming, mm-hmm. um, a lot of yeah. Joe Dispenza, uh, subconscious oh, mind, you know what I'm saying? How you yeah. wake up in the morning and the thoughts and everything that you give. Um, so share share a little bit about that, because a lot of times, you know, two black dudes talking about subconscious yeah, mind, you yeah, know what I'm man. saying? Programming, they're looking at us like, what are you guys Oh, y'all one of them dudes, right? Yeah, yeah, but, yeah. Ju- but just break it down into like some common sense, right? Because right, right, sure. again, it's one of those like one of those truths and it's just one of those principles about how you believe in yourself. It's, I think mindset is probably the greatest principle outside mm-hmm. of your faith, right? right? Uh, I say it like this, man. When you go to the club, right? It's the first thing you met with, a bouncer, right? Right. And what do they do? The first thing they do, they ask for your ID, right? So how many people check the ID of their thoughts, right? It just mm-hmm. let you like, we think 50 to 70,000 thoughts a day. Wow. We never take time to analyze them. You know what I'm saying? Watch this. Then what does the security guard do? They pat you down to make sure that you don't have anything harmful on you to do harm to anyone inside of the club. All right. So this is why I'm using a club, right? You have to see your, you have two parts to your mind. You got your conscious mind, which is your awareness. And with your conscious, you have the ability to make choices. I see, yo, Gary, you want to go ahead and grab a pizza? We made a conscious decision, right? right? Subconscious is the second part of your mind. That's what you do unaware. Like when you tie your shoe, when you dry or brush your teeth, it's just subconscious, right? So you have to see your subconscious as the club and your conscious mind as the bouncer or security guard of that club. Mm. You got me? So when I say, do you check the ID of your thoughts? You don't just let anybody walk up into your club. You know, security guards and bouncers are very aware because you have purpose inside of you. You have greatness inside of you and you have to protect what's inside of you. Right. Because if you just let a thought of doubt come into your like, So with your conscious mind. Right. Let's say uh, you accept the thought of negativity into the club of your mind. Now that negativity is going to manifest. There's a scripture that says, as a man or woman, think of in his or her heart, which is your subconscious mind. Mm -hmm. So is he or she. You literally are what you think. You know what I mean? And so most people don't analyze the thoughts that they're having and therefore they wonder why they're manifesting certain results out of their lives. But they have to use their conscious mind as that security guard. So it's like, oh, I can't do it. Oh, I'm sorry. You can't enter into the club of my mind. Oh, I can't do it. Oh, yeah. This is a club of positive vibes only. You know what I mean? And that's how we got to get to it. Man, that's that's so powerful right there. It's um, 
You're speaking my language. I saw yeah. something the other day. A dude posted it. It was like this old car, right? Yeah. And it was like this father gave his daughter this old car for her birthday, 18th birthday. Okay. And then he was like, she was like, uh, thanks, Dad, right? Mm-hmm. Um, I'm going to do it. It's an old car. Yeah. It's antique. Like, she was okay. like, he said, first, take it to Craigslist and see how much they give it to you. Mm. She took it to Craigslist. They was like, man, this some dude said he give me $400. Mm-hmm. He was like, all right, cool. Now, try to take it to trade it in and see what they give it to you. Okay. So, try to go trade it in. Um, they said it was cool. Sorry, it ran. It's a little mm-hmm. bit of value. So, they gave me $1,000 for it, trade mm-hmm. it into something else for some payments. Yeah. He said, all right, sweet. He said, now, take it to the 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 car show Okay. with all the car junkies around the corners mm-hmm. and see what, see what they said. So she takes over there yeah. and the the traders, the cars, they want to they want to give her $100,000 for this car. Wow. Wow. It's a rare car. Like yeah, only five yeah. of these joints was yeah. been made. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's right? Crazy. It, it had dirt and dust, but it was, it was pure. It still had, they wiped it off. It yeah. was a great car. Right, right, right. They understood the value of the car. Mm-hmm. I think so many of us are going to the wrong places trying to obtain our value. Yeah. Or, or looking to get permission. Yeah. And, it, and it's so crazy. Like, and, and, and the big thing about the subconscious mind, the big thing is just like, not only your thoughts, but the thoughts of the people around you. Yeah. And you're constantly around people, not that you need their affirmation, but it helps. Mm-hmm. And if you're not around positive people, if you're on people who drain your energy, yeah. that also adds to your subconscious mind yeah. and adds to those thoughts because you, you shared earlier, just like there's 17 like positive thoughts have to occur for every negative thought. Exactly. Yep. So those people around you, they're yeah. feeding into those negative thoughts, then you're gonna be in the world of trouble. You know, and I think that here, you know, Gary, one of the things uh, whether it's church or personal development mm-hmm. is real heavy to say, yo, if you want to change your life, you got to change your mind. Everybody talks about mindset and that's true. But I think so many people are not getting their breakthrough is because we're, it's, it's preached. You telling people that you have to change your mind, but no one is necessarily teaching how to change your mind. You know what I mean? And I think that as we get into uh, the information of how the mind works, then that's when we can uh, use that information to change our situation. Because the subconscious mind controls 95% of your life, Wow! right? The subconscious mind is always listening. It never turns off. You know what I mean? So even when you sleep, depending on what is around you or what you're it's going into your subconscious yeah. mind. Not nightmares. <laughs> you watch something crazy at night. It's going into you. Yeah, you know yeah. So like the thing is, is that in order to reprogram the subconscious mind, we have to get our conscious thoughts, mm-hmm. which is our... So if I choose... So let's say you give me an affirmation. Kevin, you are amazing. You are great, right? I have to consciously repeat that to myself to a minimum of 21 days. And now I know some people say it's uh, 60 days or 90 days. It's a minimum of 21 days if you do it consistently. Right, right. Because like you said, if you get that one negative thought, it's kind of like starting all over. And that's why it's so hard to reprogram. But like I have to reprogram because I have to get those old habits out of my system that have probably been rooted in me since birth. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And so the only way that the subconscious mind can be reprogrammed is through repetition. It learns through repetition. And so what I always tell people like, would you have the ability to get pen and paper? And just like when we went back to that club, like, you know, you fancy when you go to a club and they ask if your name is on the list. 
What you have to do, get pen and paper and write a list of who you are. Write a mm. list of where you want to be. But don't just write it out like, I will one day be a millionaire or I will one day. No, 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 no. Write it how your subconscious mind can understand it. The subconscious mind can only understand the present, the now. It doesn't understand the future or the past. So you can't say one day I will. You know what I'm saying? I am. No, I am. You know what I'm saying? Mm. And if you think about the power of I am, uh, there's a, there's a, you know, the creator, he, he considers himself I am. The great you know I am. Yeah. And so he steps in. You know what I mean? So it's all law at work. I am. And then you have to do it with a positive emotion. You know what I mean? Uh, Bob Proctor, he, he, he said, I am so happy and grateful now that money comes to me in increasing quantities through multiple sources on a continuous basis. You know what I'm saying? It's, 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 it, 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 there's, and watch this. Here's what's so powerful. It, it, this, if there's anything I can say that's powerful about the subconscious mind is this. It does not know the difference between what is real or imaginary. Yeah. You know what I mean? So that's why visualization, like I practice and, and started practicing like meditating visualizing mm -hmm. um more so like what i want in life as opposed to what i want right because what you focus on grows mm -hmm. so i have this thing right um i i have a planner and i i have this saying that i don't start my day until i finish it mm -hmm. right so until i yeah, wake up and organize my thoughts yeah. and organize my day organize what needs to get done yeah like i don't begin Mm -hmm. Because then I feel like you be in those ruts where you're just like, oh man, one thing, I don't know. You just running from one engagement to the next. Yeah. Well, when you get up and you plan your day, you, you're strategic about it. Now yeah. you have purpose and attention. Yeah. And you're moving with like a different swag because mm -hmm. you know what you're doing as opposed to like, am I supposed to be here? Am I early? Yeah. Am I late? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I think so many people don't take the time to like organize yeah. their lives, in which leads them to like, you know what I'm saying, always running from one thing to another. Right, absolutely. You mentioned Dr. Joe Dispenza. Mm -hmm. One of the things that he teaches is that uh, you it's really important to have a productive day to set your goals the night before. Right. Right before you go to sleep. Mm -hmm. um, because like write it out. And he says, when you go to sleep, your subconscious mind actually goes to work on it for you in advance. Right. Or when you wake up, you're kind of prepped already, mm -hmm. you know, and it's good to do meditation early in the morning, right. midday and, 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 I, I, and in the evening. You got to yeah. do like meal prep. Yeah, yeah. You know, yeah, yeah. And, but but the crazy thing is, is like you, you talk to so many people. Right. And, mm -hmm. and these techniques are stuff that I'm still learning. Yeah. I'm still adapting. Oh. I'm still growing. Right. And the mindset that so many people will try, maybe for a little bit, maybe for a week, maybe a few times, yeah. and then it doesn't work Trumps. for them. And then it's like, it's gone. And it's like, bro, like, you didn't get here in five, six tries. Yeah, like, you gotta, like, you gotta think, like, when we were born, our conscious mind wasn't developed yet. Mm. All we had was our subconscious mind, and it soaks up everything like a sponge. And so, like, so, like, let's say this, this hole here is my subconscious mind. This is all I have. So, hey, you're this. Hey, you're that. Your environment. That's what you become, right? You become a product of your environment. Then your conscious mind gets formed. And so now all the thoughts that come is just reinforcing what you already are. So what happens is if you don't know, if it, it's all about awareness. You know what I mean? And one of the things we shared or talked about earlier um, before we got on was the analyzing our belief system right a lot of beliefs that we have about ourselves we never took the time to analyze and, and your beliefs are just that they're your beliefs beliefs yeah they're not actually true yeah you know what i'm saying and so, it's, it's, it's amazing this thing about like context and i share it with people for the first time some people are like oh man i never thought about that so you could say um you have one belief 
and I can have a different belief. Mm-hmm. And then those beliefs are so ingrained and rooted. Politics just happens all the time. Yeah. If I draw a six on the ground, mm-hmm. I'll be staring at a six and you'll be looking at a nine. Mm-hmm. Right. And we'll argue all day long about my six is a six and that's the way I'll see. And you'll argue about your nine. Mm-hmm. But until I come around to your side, I'm like, yeah. oh, man, that is a nine. It's all perspective. And I think so many of us get so confused in life because we think our beliefs are actually true mm-hmm. and they're not pers- they're not perspectives. Yeah. And, and that you, doesn't mean you're wrong. It doesn't. Mm-hmm. And th- not at all. Yeah. Your perspective and your context is how we're all shaped and formed. And I think if mm-hmm. I could help you to see it from my, my perspective and you see it from um, or not see it from yours, yeah. we grow. Yeah, and be- because it's amazing. E- even like, uh, say, like ice cream, mm-hmm. something simple. Yeah. I like vanilla. You like chocolate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Vanilla's the best, bro. I, yeah, yeah, yeah. Have you ever had chocolate? Yeah. I never. I don't need chocolate. Right. Vanilla is the yeah, best. Right, right, right. But it's like, nah, bro. You, you, you don't know what you're missing out on over here. <laughs> like, you know so, so I try yeah. to do it. Yeah. Like, oh my god, like yeah. my whole life has been changed. Yeah, and, and and so many. You know, that's just food. Funny, right? But right. relationships, mm-hmm. finances, spirituality, fitness, and health. There's so many other areas that if we don't question, we don't. If we don't look for others for perspective, mm-hmm. then we will always just be prisoner to our own thoughts and beliefs. And 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 it's p- putting you in a solitary confinement mentally. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Because you're doing things. This is how mommy and daddy did it. Right. Mommy and daddy didn't grow up in the time you grew up in. You know what I'm saying? Times yeah. have changed, so it's just like. But one thing that will never change is, like we said, the laws and principles. Right. I'm not saying get rid of your principles. Analyze the beliefs that you have about yourself and that what people tell you you should believe. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, and that's I think that's where people get stuck. You know, and when we and when we get to speaking on beliefs and we talk about fear and doubt, I think that a lot of people have got that messed up. Faith is a belief. Fear is a belief. What's so crazy is they both require you to believe in something you can't see. Right. It's just a matter of what it again, what is it that you believe when it comes to that? And so I think that for people to understand it, because uh, people struggle with fear. I think that's the biggest reason, Gary, why people don't get from where they are to where it is that they want to be is fear. Right. Fear is caused by ignorance, just simply not knowing, right? Right. When you don't know something, naturally, the human body, what we do is we will begin to worry. Yeah. And then we begin to doubt. If you worry and you doubt for 21 days, you then impress fear into your subconscious mind. Mm-hmm. All right. Now that you got fear in your subconscious mind, guess what we do? We, we, we suppress it. And then when we suppress it, now we have anxiety that manifests out of the physical body. Right. So people who struggle with anxiety is because they have a fear. And it's because they have a fear because there's something they're worrying about or something they doubt, ultimately because it's something they just don't know or understand. Right. So the, the so what we have to do to fix all of that is we have to, oh, and, it, and then it continues to go on. If you suppress fear and now you have that anxiety, that then turns into dis-ease where you, you're, you're always like, you never, you're frustrated. You're, hey, what, what? You respond like frustrated. Yeah, yeah. And then that dis-ease will turn into disintegration. The polar opposite to that is knowledge. So if you get knowledge, how do you do that? Study who you are. You know what I'm saying? Study where you come from. Study, and, and when I say study, when I say get that pen and paper, who do you say you are? You know what I mean? Like, who cares what so-and-so has said about you? What do you say about you? Right, right. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, then after that, once you study who you are and you start to get knowledge, then that develops uh, confidence. 
And when you start to develop confidence, that then now turns into, instead of fear, impressing faith into your subconscious mind. And when you have faith, now you're moving at an at ease. And then at, when you're at ease, instead of disintegration, you're at acceleration. You always on go. You always, hey, how you doing? You got a firm handshake. You know what I'm trying to say? Yeah. And so I think that it all comes down to understanding like, yo, if I don't know something, let me go get the information about it. To, so I can have confidence in it, so I can ultimately walk in faith in it. You know what I mean? Yeah, that, that's so amazing. Um, I think one of the things that you're talking about, obviously, is like the accumulation of knowledge and being able to learn to grow. But then it's the application of that knowledge Yeah, is when you're going to actually start taking those steps. Mm -hmm. And that's hard. Yeah, because some of us, um, I mean, because if that was the case, the smartest people would... <laughs> Who right. would be the most successful, yeah, right? Yeah. I know people who read all the time. Yeah. But if they don't apply that. And that's it's because you know why it's so hard to apply apply. Oh, oh you know what? Let's 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 go this route. Let's go this route. Let's deal with we brought up cyber cybernetics. Mm -hmm. I think that's one of the main issues. Right. So with self-image. So break down cybernetics for, for the people. So a cybernetic is a is an instrument. Right. Uh, it's a mechanism that corrects the output of like, like, or so, so, so check it out. It's like this. Um, let's say an airplane. Mm -hmm. Let's say we're going to fly out to Chicago. Right. Right. We experience a little turbulence, and now it's goes on a route to going towards L.A. The cybernetic mechanism will say, "Hold on, we're not going to L.A. We're going to Chicago." It will measure the deviation, and it will correct the output to go back onto Chicago mm. automatically. All right. Another one is a thermostat. Let's say it's really, really um, cold in your home. Right. And you set the thermostat at 75 degrees. The thermostat was set at a goal of 75 degrees. Let's say it get a little too warm. So we crack open the window, right? Now the room temperature might drop to from 75 degrees to 70 degrees. But what is the thermostat still set at? 75. 75. So it's still warmer. Right. Now this cool breeze is coming in, right? What happened is the cybernetic mechanism will measure the deviation in the room. You say, wait, it's set at 75, but it's 70 in the room. And then the heater will automatically correct the output and put it back to 75, even though, what, that window is open. So a lot of times we can consciously make the decision, you know what, I want to lose weight. You know what, I'm going to start. And now guess what we actually do? We start getting, losing weight. Right. We're working out, you know, or gaining weight or going after a goal. But you know what's so crazy? If you have not altered the self image, right, in your subconscious mind of how you see yourself, the goal that you achieve will be temporary. And you'll, it'll, because the cybernetic mechanism inside of you will say, hold up, we're not used to being this thin. Oh, we're not used to being this weight. And it will measure the deviation, correct the output, and immediately put you back to where you were supposed to be based upon how you see yourself. Not physically, right. but how you see yourself mentally. That's that's so powerful, yeah. bro. Because if you look at the studies of people who won the lottery that go back <laughs> broke, right? Or you yeah. look at the studies of women or men who get all this plastic surgery mm -hmm. and you still got I mean they're beautiful on outside, yeah. but they never correct it, you know what I'm saying, their inside, so yeah. they still get no matter how they look, mm -hmm. their their mind still takes control and they still Think of themselves yeah. as not enough. Yeah. So when you say, like, what is it that we have to do to apply? Mm -hmm. It's not necessary. It's, it's more so because you see people trying right. and it's like it don't work. It's you have to also apply, but you have to change the reframe how yeah. you see yourself. So mm -hmm. because a lot of people will do this, uh, they'll set a goal and they'll work towards the goal. 
the secret to having what you desire is believing you already have it. So people would, I'm meditating, I'm doing this. But you know what? They never use the greatest superpower they have, which is their imagination to already get there. Mm. It's, it's funny. Yesterday I was dreaming, uh, I, I was talking about dreaming and imagination. And I can remember every time I, I get the glass pearl, right? I, I would get nostalgia. <laughs> yeah. And I remember like uh, uh, back in the day on Christmas, mm -hmm. my parents, like they didn't have the gifts under the tree until Christmas morning. Okay. So Santa was real. Santa yeah, gonna come yeah, and yeah, get you. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? That whole shit, right? Yeah, now, yeah, yeah. now you can't. Now right. we lazy. Like yeah, yeah. gifts yeah. under the tree. Mm -hmm. But but I can remember like going to bed with imagination of gifts you're gonna get, mm. and and I can remember waking up and being fulfilled with the those gifts, right? Yeah, yeah. And how how I can remember like the feeling of what it felt like for like an imagination or something that you dreamed of to yeah, come true. Yeah. And I think at some point in your life you get programmed to stop using your imagination. We do. And you know when that happens? In grade school. Mm. We get taught to stop using our imagination as kids. Right. And then, you know what else? We experience life circumstances. Right. We ain't got time to be using our imagination. We got bills to pay. We got this to do. Yeah, we got to yeah. get in relationships. And you stop using your greatest superpower. Right. Your imagination is the greatest thing you could ever have. Right. It's with the imagination that the Wright brothers was able to create the plane. Yeah, you know what yeah. I'm saying? It's with the... Oh, sorry. Yeah, yeah, look, man, anything... That you see, mm -hmm. iPhone, the, all this it started with an imagination or a thought. You know what I'm saying? And power, power is enabled the moment you attach your faith mm -hmm. to what it is that you imagine. Right. You know what I mean? I saw a, a video. I think it was like last year or two years ago. Drew Brees was out in a practice facility playing with no football. Mm. He just was doing reps like with no football. The next game. It's because he visualized himself. Yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? And I think that people have to get back to going to a calm and quiet place and just relax and just use your imagination. And then, but here's the thing about using your imagination. You have intellectual faculties. You have uh, taste, touch. You know what I'm saying? You have to use your Like, so let's say you want a car, a, a certain car, BMW, whatever it might be. What does it smell like? What does it taste like? What does it fit not, not taste like? But what does it fit right, like? Right, you know yeah. what I'm saying? Using your imagination and because you know what's happening? You get your emotions involved in it. When your emotions get involved in it, your subconscious mind again doesn't know the difference between what's real or imaginary. It just believes it. Yeah. The proof. You can be you can watch a scary movie consciously. You are aware that the movie is fake in April. Alright? But let Freddie or Jason go, ah, you you jump and you get scared because what? Your subconscious don't know. Yeah. So it's the same thing when it comes to what it is that you desire out of your life. If you want it to be healed in your body, if you want to be financially free, mm -hmm. if you want to have a great relationship with people, like yo, you have to train your sub like your subconscious mind don't know. So if you just tell yourself, yo, I have great friends. Yo, I'm a great person. Yeah. I I, I I'm so happy and grateful. Like when you're driving your car, it might not be the car you want. Y'all, oh man, I, I love that I'm in this new car. Your subconscious don't know the difference. And guess what? By law of, not attraction, law of vibration. See, everything is energy. This table, this mic, this chair that we're sitting, everything is energy and it's moving at a speed of vibration. Sometimes, bro, we just have to raise our level of vibration based upon how we feel. So if I say, Gary, how are you doing today? Right? And you say, I feel great. When you say how you feel, that's you saying how, that's you admitting uh, or telling yourself, I'm consciously aware of the vibration that I'm in. I feel good.
If you say I feel bad, you are consciously aware that you're on a vibration of feeling bad. And it's like the thermostat. You attract whatever vibration so you want. So bad, good. So now your thermostat, like, oh, you feel bad? Mm-hmm. Okay, let, let's let's anchor in those bad thoughts. And that's what will be attracted to you. That's yeah. the vibration you'll receive. So you wonder, why do I keep having bad things happen to me? Maybe you're on a bad vibration. Yeah. Now, nah, that's so powerful. I think um, I look at it as, like, controlling your state. Mm-hmm. And you control your state subconsciously by setting these divisions in your mind through anchors. Mm. So if I want to project and I want to visualize myself being in these powerful states, I anchor in that those sensory touch, feel, mm-hmm. listening, right? Yeah. And then that automatically brings me to that state that I'm looking for. Mm-hmm. Like if I told you right now, like, all right, put on a sad face. Mm-hmm. All right, now put on a happy face. Okay. Right? Yeah. You're anchoring in your thoughts something that makes you sad, something yeah. that makes you happy. Right. And then when you start figuring out, hold up, you mean I can control my emotions? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. That's the, right. Your yeah. mind, imagination, yeah. controlling your emotions. So now I don't let anyone else dictate to me my response. Mm-hmm. That's the power. Yep. Yeah. And it's your power. If outside world is not telling you that you're great, they're not telling you that stuff. You have to become the bouncer mm-hmm. that says, hey, you can't, you're not, exactly. you're not allowed in. Yeah, bounce it right off you. You know what I'm saying? And, it, and it's so crazy. It's just like, if, if, you, are, if you are a browser or, or, or your internet, your email, mm-hmm. it's programmed to detect spam. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. They, don't, they don't even yeah. let it come close yeah. to you. Yeah. But somebody on bus, we looking at spam. We open up every little thing. Somebody say bad about us. What he said? Oh man, what he said? What he said? Yep. Right. And we we clicking. So we have all these tabs open mm. in our mind. Yeah. But bruh, like get you a spam detector. Yeah. And and you don't and you don't take the time to realize the pop, Like if that if the subconscious controls ninety five percent of your life. Right. If you and one of the greatest intellectual faculties we have is our sight. Mm. And so if you see the negative thought and you're reading negative thoughts, don't you know your subconscious mind internalizes that and creates a movie or image out of it? And so now we're playing the image over and over again. If someone said, if we hear a thought, yo, you ain't gonna never be nothing in your life or you're gonna just be like so-and-so, whatever the case may be, or you ain't never gonna get no man, you ain't gonna never get no woman, you ain't, that image comes in your mind because think about it, when we talk, as the listeners are listening, everything we're talking, yes, they hear it, but they see it through pictures. Wow. Right? Yeah. So the thing you have to create is how do you picture yourself? Yeah. You know? Yeah. And that's what's going to, like, so again, as a man or a woman thinks within his or her heart, which is your subconscious mind, is what you are, what you will manifest out of your life. Man, that's so powerful. And so, uh, you got a new book. Yeah. When, when did the new book come out? Uh, I dropped it uh, literally in the beginning of February. Right, right. So about, what's the end of February? Yeah, so and what was the, the, what's the title of the new book? It's called Stop Existing, Start Living, How to Overcome Your Fears and Live Out Your Dreams. Wow. So so what what does that book touch on? So it touches on four main pillars. Okay. Uh, when I say stop existing, start living, um, people will begin living the life that they desire when the moment they get in contact with their purpose. And there's a lot of people who don't know, don't know their purpose or like they feel as though they're in search of it. And so one of the things I break down is the reason why you haven't found your purpose because you're out searching for it. Mm. Purpose doesn't have to be searched for. You are purpose. You were created on purpose for a purpose. You have to get to know the real you, right? The second principle is reprogramming that subconscious mind, some of the stuff we've just been talking about, right? right? 
Thirdly, effective goal setting. I, the thing is, is that people will write down their goals, people will meditate on their goals, and they'll even speak their goals, but they don't do it as it pertains to linking it with how the subconscious mind understands the goal. So when you write it down, you have to write it down in present tense. When you meditate, you have to already see yourself living. Right. When you speak it, you have to speak it in present tense, right? Uh, and then the third one is overcoming fear and self-doubt, right? Um, understanding where the self-doubt comes from and then how to be able to let use fear and not let it use you, right. right? Like, what are you more afraid of than your fear, right? And then the fourth one is learning how to persevere through adversity because no matter what, no matter who you are or where you are, adversity is going to pop up and that's going to be your first greatest challenge. That will never end. But how do you continue to persevere through it? Man, that's great. That's great. And where, where is it located? Where can they, where can they purchase it? You can get at? the book wherever books are sold online. Okay. Yeah. Anyway. Awesome. So they look at the title or they look for the name of the author? Uh, so Kevin L. Knox, right. Stop Existing, Start Living. That's awesome, man. Yeah. Yeah. And you also uh, provide coaching, right? Yes. So, um, so who, who do you target in terms of like, what are the people um, that come to you? Like, mm -hmm. what, what, what kind of issues do they deal with and how, yeah. they, how do you help kind of overcome Yeah, my target for my coaching clients are aspiring entrepreneurs okay. that, that they have that dream. They have that goal. They have that idea, but they're, they might you know, feel a little bit inadequate sometimes, or like they f do have fear. It's like, hey, I'm looking to transition from uh, my full-time job to a full-time entrepreneur, and I'm nervous. Like, I don't know how to make this jump. I don't know I don't know how to take this leap. And so I love to be able to give exit strategies and sh uh, principles on how to do it with wisdom, not mm -hmm. just jumping out cold turkey. Some people could do that, God bless you. You know what I mean? But we have to do it with strategy. Um, and so, but, even though I help aspiring entrepreneurs with is related to small business, I focus more on the personal development of that person and the character of that person. Because if we can get your character right and your personal development right, oh, your business gonna be all right. Right. You know. Now that that's crazy because I, I believe in the same thing. Like it's a holistic approach mm -hmm. that you have to take to, to come to the to the marketplace full right. and, uh, and, and ready to add value. Yeah. So that's great, man. Yeah. Yep. So man, this this has been powerful, man. Yeah, it's been I, I think it's been deep. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> um, definitely uh, some resources. I think uh, cyber yeah. cybernetics. Obviously, yeah. the book that you uh, recommend is powerful in terms of about um, getting you to really understand your subconscious a little bit better. Yeah, yeah. Um, so I always ask this question, mm -hmm. and it's like. Uh, you talked about your grandma earlier, right? Yeah, but, yeah. But we all have these clues in our lives, and and what clue? would you kind of share with the audience that that kind of helped you and that could potentially serve to kind of help them in, in their walk to yeah, greatness? Yeah, it's cool. I've seen you post a uh, quote on that. Success yeah. leaves, leaves clues. clues. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I believe in that. Um, I think the clues will always be the, well, for me, right. personally, will be if I saw other people do it, why can't I do it? Mm. You know, like, I like, and so, like, I know that might be like, well, how is that a clue? The clue is that it's been done. But then not only that, it might not have been done out of my family. It might not have been done from my breed, but uh, Nelson Mandela has a quote, he said, it always seems impossible until it's done. Right. And so that shows me that there's literally nothing that's impossible because there was a point in time, people said planes would never fly in the air. Right. There was a point in time a cell phone would never be wireless. You know what I'm saying? There was t there was times that people thought that way. And so, you know, but the biggest thing that I realized is that as long as I hold 
tied to the most valuable key that I have, which is the key of my faith, right? That is the great, that's the greatest clue that my grandma instilled in me. You know what I'm saying? And a lot of times, just like we misplace our keys, mm -hmm. sometimes we misplace our faith. Wow. And so what I did was I took the keys of my faith and I plugged it around the key ring of God so I could never lose the key of my faith. And at the end of the day, no matter what, I take the key of my faith, I plug it into the door of my greatness so I can unlock the door to unlimited possibilities in my life. Wow. But I also take that same key of faith and I plug it into the door and I lock out that doubt. I lock out that fear. I lock out that insecurity. You know what I'm saying? And so if that was, that's if, if I had the number down to the clue, even though that was a couple things. Yeah, yeah, nah, nah, that was dope, dope. The locks, the locks. Saying, you know lock that self-doubt down. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? Like, take care of yourself. <laughs> it's amazing. Uh, Matthew McConaughey, uh, he talked about the, the word that he hates. And, and I'm with him on this. And it's that word, like, it's, that's unbelievable. Mm. Oh, wow. Unbelievable. Yeah. yeah, yeah. To who? Yeah. Not to the person who imagined it. Maybe you. <laughs> Not to the person who believes in themselves. Right, right, right. Yeah. Uh, yeah. That movie was unbelievable. Was it? Yeah. Because the dude that was in it, that's, that's what they wanted. That was his vision. Yeah. So it's amazing and just like when we start believing that stuff is believable, yeah. it is possible. Absolutely. Like tap into your imagination, tap into your greatness, yeah. tap into your championship self. Man, this the the world of possibilities are endless. I say one one thing to that is I think that some people are trying to Google and they study the blueprint of what other people have done. And they don't realize that they have a certain level of greatness within them that they haven't tapped into because uh like redwood trees are the seed of a redwood tree is the size of a fingernail but the potential inside of it measures out to a 300 foot tall tree you have way more greatness than a redwood tree right you know what i'm saying and i think some people don't take the time to tap into the, they watch the greatness of other people which mm. is cool to be inspired right but you have to use that inspiration to and be empowered and tap into your greatness because some things may not have been created or done yet because you were called to create and do it. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Now, that's good. I think um, that just gives me like the vision, this, this vivid memory of like, uh, it was this dude, uh, it's, it's like this meme and there's people, two people digging a ditch. Oh, yeah. And one dude digging a ditch, he found like a diamond. Yeah. Another boy gave up right and, before he had one more hit. And then he go down there yeah. and he's searching for your whole trying to find your yeah, diamonds. You got it. But he got a, a huge diamond yeah, sitting in his joint that yeah. he just keep digging. Yeah. So it's it just powerful, man. And it just, just shows you like, you know what I'm saying? Um, you really have to figure out who you are, mm -hmm. um, do the work to, to, to uh, reveal that yeah. and unveil that to yourselves mm -hmm. and then constantly work on your mind and, and the constantly stay on the door, right? Like the bounce is like to your mind, yeah. bro, he don't get a break. It, it, it never stops. <laughs> but eventually it'll overturn Where, yeah. whereas just like how you have negative habits and you continue to deviate back to old habits mm -hmm. if you do it enough and do it with repetition eventually you'll have the same thing where a negative thought will come but yeah it'll come but you'll deviate back to your positive mindset you're like nah I ain't tripping that. nah that's beautiful yeah hey I appreciate you, man. Nah, thank that was you, deep. Man. Nah, no nah, doubt, no great, doubt. Uh, lastly, where can they find you at? Uh, so you can follow me on social media at Coach K Knox. That's C O A C H K K N O X, or visit me online at CoachKknox.com. All right, yo, definitely holler at him. You heard about, you know, mm -hmm. everything he got going on, his beliefs. Yeah. Man, it's amazing. When I when I saw the young brother, right, <laughs> giving some of his speeches, I was inspired. Like, I'm the OG. Yeah. But it's crazy. Like, you can never, as you grow on your journey, 
Like sometimes it's someone that's that's you know younger than you that mm-hmm. teaches you something. Someone some older. So like so never like feel that like you're you're too big to to learn. Right. I'm I'm on this constant journey of learning, of getting better. Yeah. And I think uh, I want to inspire you to do the same. Again, name of the podcast, Success Leaves Clues. Please like this episode, share it with somebody and your crew that you think that you could serve. And I will definitely see y'all on another episode of Success Leaves Clues. I hope you were able to take some valuable insights from this week's chat. Feel free to reach out to me on social media with clues you gain or questions you need answers to. You can find my pages at GaryBracket.com. Remember, it is up to you to make the most out of your opportunities to reach success. Personally, I live this life with an abundance mindset. And deep down, I hope we all make it.